When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, we took this week off, but we're going to share one of our classic episodes. Enjoy. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm your host, Michael E. Cullen II, and with me as always is... The jolly and always energetic Matthew House. You sound energetic, Matt. Yeah. Are you okay? No. What's wrong, man? What's wrong? The movie we watched, I, I did not like it. What movie was that, Matt? You can make me say it. Um, Bench Warmers to Breaking Balls. Yes. Because we didn't quite say enough with Bench Warmers <laughs> 1. Mm-mm. They needed to make a sequel. Yep. <laughs> Direct to video sequel, in fact. Mm-hmm. And it came out in 2019. It's a new one. Yeah, in January of 2019 is one of the newest movies. So it's only like two months old. (laughs) As we record this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Got to remember, Matt, this might not air for a year. Anyways. um, (laughs) (laughs) By the way, behind the scenes, folks, we're a bank in a bunch of episodes. Yeah. (laughs) So um, the. uh, uh, This movie. Mm. Was. Um. Directed by uh, Jonathan A. Rosenbaum. And uh, he is known for directing such uh, great things as a bunch of uh, Disney Channel shows, basically. That's all I've really seen on his his, um, thing. He's got, like, Girl Meets World and Casey Undercover and... He also directed um, a previous movie that we watched on this show, Mm -hmm. Cop and a Half New Recruit. (laughs) That one wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, He's been directing for quite a while, for like 20-some years, so... Yeah. And the writer... Yeah, um... The writer of this film is a... Stephen Mazur. Who wrote Liar Liar? You know, Heartbreakers. Those are both decent movies. He also wrote Without a Paddle, Nature's Calling, and Matt's favorite movie of all time, Jingle All the Way 2. Mm. I don't understand why. Okay. It's weird how we keep running into the same people working on these projects. Mm-hmm. It's very strange on it's, all these direct video sequels. It's because they, it's like just like networking, you know? It's like you find who you like and you're just like, hey, you want to you work on this next project? And then they just get the same like 15 people. I mean, what's next? Are we going to get, you know, Jingle All the Way 3? 
with um, Hulk Hogan or something like that? Or no, no, okay. <laughs> and we will not. Or The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, you know. No. no, that would actually be good. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I don't think he would replace Larry the Cable Guy no. in a movie because Larry already replaced him in a movie. <clears throat> that's right, he did. In Tooth Fairy. Yep. Anyways, yep. um. Mm. No, that's my favorite movie, The Tooth Fairy 2. Oh, yeah. Not Jingle All the Way 2. No. 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 That That's my favorite one. Yes. So, uh. Fat Man and Hogan. Yes. <laughs> so, um, this movie. It, it, it's in existence. It okay. exists. Here is the short synopsis of the movie. Hmm. A freak accident ruins a guy's chances at playing professional baseball. He joins a competitive softball league for lawyers. That is the description. <laughs> That's awesome. That should be the descri- the whole yeah, that should be it. That should be the whole description right there. Yes. That is the description that they give us on the Internet Movie Database. And it's not even true, really. For one thing, the accident didn't actually permanently injure him from playing baseball. So they messed it up a little bit in well, where yeah. the fact that he couldn't get signed to a league initially. A major league. But it yeah. wasn't like he was But he, he gave up because yeah. it, it, it's psychologically damaged him. Well, yeah. Yeah. So that did hurt him. I guess, but I it didn't know. physically prevent him from no. playing baseball. It just mentally prevented him from playing baseball because what happens, folks, is um if the title didn't give it away, mm-hmm. breaking balls. Um, the uh, star of the film, Chris Klein, from American Pie fame, um, and The Flash, and I'm sure he's been in other things too, but he's been in a yeah. bunch of stuff, and he's famous for spending a whole Mud Hens game talking to my dad. <laughs> Is he famous for that, or no, just to me? Oh, okay, <laughs> yes. My dad used to be a bartender at the Toledo Mud Hens games, and. Uh, Back when Chris Klein was dating Katie Holmes, they came to a baseball game, and uh, Chris just asked my dad, "Is like, hey, is it cool if I just hang out here by the bar with you for the game? And he's like, yeah, sure. And so he just sat there and talked to my dad for, like, a few innings of the game or something. So, yeah. Um, so, that's what he, so when you go on his Wikipedia page, it says, you know, American Pie, one through three, or also uh, all of them. And, and no, he, he's, in, he's in one, two, <clears throat> and four. One, two, and four. Yes. And then also, um, yeah, yeah, one, two, and four, a bunch of other stuff. And he talked to your dad at a Mudhead scheme. It's going to be on the, you know, what he's fam- what he's known for. Yes. The conversation he had. Yes. He talked to uh, Michael Edward Cullen the first. Yeah. And, about uh, a bunch of stuff. Just, just yeah. shooting. Just talking about life. And my dad had no clue who the hell he was. Right. Which makes it even cooler. Yeah. <clears throat> so it stars him. Yes. And then also John Lovitz is in it. Yes. And, uh, Lachlan Monroe, who is currently on Riverdale, I believe, and some other things. But yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> he's a Canadian actor who's mm-hmm. been in like everything shot in Canada, including Riverdale. Anyways, go. um, the <laughs> the um, yeah, there, there's a connection there. Chris Klein and uh, and him are both on shows uh, produced by Greg Berlanti. Oh, see, because you know Greg Berlanti produces Riverdale and The Flash. See, so, it's, it's a networking. It, yes. it works. It okay, works. and that, that's a good sign, though, because that means that all we have to do, we're just one, we're we're just one successful or semi-successful person away from networking to get our shot into being into that orbit. Yes, and then we'll just get jobs based off that networking. I think circle. we need to move van- move to Vancouver. Yeah, I think so because that's where it seems like all this stuff is happening. Yeah, because that's I mean, where this movie was shot. Unfortunately, yeah. Vancouver is very expensive to live in. Yeah, but, and I know, think it's kind of hard to become a Canadian citizen. It is very hard to become yeah, a Canadian so, citizen. So, hmm. I guess we're stuck here in Trump land. <sighs> anyways, Damn um, it. the uh, so anyways, Chris Klein's character of Ben gets uh, hit in the balls. Yep, as uh, the <clears throat> title "Breaking Balls" um, suggests. Um, Why was he not wearing a cup? That's what what I want to know. Most uh, AAA baseball players I know of wear cups. I'm pretty sure anyone. I wore a cup when I played little league. Yeah, even I mean, come on, it's only. I think smart I. I think safe. I wore a cup when I that that week I played t-ball. I mean, yeah, that week I played t-ball. The week, yeah, yes. Well, you never know. You can accidentally hit the ball and it can mm-hmm. ricochet and then hit you yeah. right there. So I um yeah I yeah. played t-ball for a week, Matt. <clears throat> That's cool. 
a great career, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I got chicken pox, and oh, I had to sit out the rest of the that season. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bench warmer three breaking pox. No. Yes. <laughs> no. That'll be the story of my life. <laughs> I could have been a I could have been a, a major league baseball yeah. player, but I got chicken pox. And then that was yeah, T ball. We're, we're gonna build a time machine. Here's yeah. the story. Okay. We build a time machine, we go back and we find five year old Mikey or six year old Mikey or whatever I was, mm-hmm. and, and we're like, Hey, you know, don't go hang out with that kid who has chicken pox. No. Nope. Because he or she's going to give you chicken pox. I don't know who gave it to me. I'm not really sure. It was probably just going around the school. And then, um, or my friends or whatever. And then I got it and I had to spend most of the summer with chicken pox. And now I have a little uh, scar in the middle of my forehead because of it. Because I picked at a scab. Oh, anyway, wow. yeah. So there's all, there's always that, man. You know? Yeah. So what were we talking about? Uh, bench warmers too. Oh, okay. Balls. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, don't steal my tra- time traveling uh, chicken pox uh, yeah. film idea, folks. If you listen to this, don't do it because we have it on recording right here. To start here, yes, the, the idea came from here. Yes, so. and um, yeah, if I if I go to the theaters and I see a time traveling chicken pox movie, now that just sounds like chicken pox or time traveling. Yep. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Wow. So he gets he gets hit in the balls and then he uh, basically uh, loses his career. And um, little note uh, the uh, the announcer at the at the at the minor league baseball game that he's playing is played by Jonathan Silverman. Okay. Yeah. Who used to have he had his he had a lot of uh, success in the eighties and nineties act as an actor and obviously he's um he's gone far to become the announcer in Benchwarmers two breaking balls. <clears throat> In one scene. Hey, well, he's uh, he's still going. He's not going to allow, you know. I loved Jonathan Silverman. Well, I thought he was hilarious. He's a great actor. And I'm just like, why are you in this movie? Sometimes when you get knocked down, you have to get up again. You know, and maybe that's never ben- going to keep you down. Maybe that bench warmer. Maybe he's going to pull up on that bench and he's going to that's going to take him to new heights. I don't know. Yes. Chumba Wumba. Anyways, um. Chris Klein, who I also love, by the way. I do. I, I really like Chris Klein as an actor. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, he and John Lovitz are probably the saving graces of this film. Yeah. Because I love John Lovitz. I love it's him. You love you love it's the John Lovitz. Yes. Yep. Okay, so uh, he gets hit in the balls. He uh, <laughs> his, his wife is pregnant at the time, too. And um, so then he ends up, I uh, guess, getting a divorce. The kid grows up. He becomes a uh, a lawn care maintenance guy. <clears throat> yeah, like a guard, like just mowing lawns, grass, whatever, stuff. trimming, yeah. you know, brushes, bushes, or whatever. <clears throat> and it's like you know one of those stereotypical movies where you know the ex-wife is bitter because her husband you know wasn't a huge success and yeah you know denigrates him for having like a regular job. You know, and oh, you yeah. basically realize she didn't really love him. She was only with him for the success right. and the money. And a lot whatever. of these movies yeah. have this kind of like trope of like the, you know, the the girlfriend slash wife is. But I don't know because he did he didn't mention his kid though when he was talking about like <clears throat> for like a few years he was like just like drinking a lot and not really you know what I mean so like there there may have been more to the story but since it's called Benchwarmers two breaking balls they really couldn't get. Into, get into like character depth really for that kind of a movie so it just kind of glossed over like yeah for a few years i was kind of drinking and not really doing anything so maybe so maybe uh, i don't know though because when, but like when he got hit in the balls first though she was like oh fuck like which kind of like made it like foreshadowing that she was gonna leave him because and she was gonna be so i don't know again it's called bench warmers 2 breaking balls i'm not sure if they put too much thought into like relationship issues and how that that actually comes across on screen or writing of any kind of right yeah exactly anyways uh, um <laughs> no 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 offense mr mazer sorry um anyways um the, the uh i did enjoy liar liar yeah yeah, yeah. that was good yeah okay anyways um <laughs> the uh the um oh god so the, the then the then the, then um he he ends up uh getting his passing the bar 
which they made a really bad joke about when oh, he tells God. his wife that, oh, I passed the bar. And he's like, oh, that's the first time or something like that. You know, you, you passed. He's like, no, I didn't pass by a bar. I passed the bar. Blah, 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 blah. But do, 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 do. Anyways. Um, yeah, that was so, a terrible joke. So he, he goes and he um, applies for jobs everywhere. Nobody wants to hire him because he got his degree online or something. Yeah, U U C L O. Yeah. Um and then he uh ends up getting hired by this really fancy uh law firm that uh is run by uh Lachlan Monroe's character who is named um I, I never got his name. Oh, uh, they say it cuz oh, okay. he's the it's Stenhouse. That's right, Stenhouse. Yeah, because yeah. Stenhouse and Gray is the name of the uh, law firm he runs. And um, he gets hired, and he finds out that he was, later on that he was just hired basically to play softball for them, for their softball team as a ringer in the softball team. And uh, so then he quits or gets fired. He gets fired because they he tries to hit he tries to hit a ball, but he can't hit it because he's having PTSD mm-hmm. from his uh, from his getting hit in the yeah, balls. Ball breaking experience. Yes. And um, so then he uh, goes to a bar and is going to get drunk, but he doesn't. He ends up dumping the the drinky orders down the drain. And he just wanted to go to a bar and pretend. to wallow in his self. Yeah, and uh, and then John Lovitz is there as his character from the original Bench Warmers, which I'm sure everybody remembers fondly. Uh, I kind of sort of do because. I'm just okay. I kind of get doing a sequel to a successful movie that everybody loves. Benchwarmers was 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 a decent movie. It's not the most memorable movie in John Lovett's career or anybody else that was involved in that film's career. Why make a sequel to that movie? I don't get. <clears throat> yeah, and also why if if everyone if everyone in <clears throat> Benchwarmers won like use that victory to kind of like as like a springboard to you know become successful in their lives and careers and what was John Lovitz's character still being kind of like somewhat down and out even even though he's like a billionaire he's like yeah he's still kind of like a sad sack person so what how come he didn't use that as like a springboard you know no, I know I, I just really again it's called Ben Trommers to Breaking Balls, so there's not much, you know, character yeah. death in these kind of movies. And I I mean that quite literally because there is so much overacting in this movie. I, I, I mean, it's it's like asinine. It's really like, high. It's terrible. It's, I, I blame that on direction more okay. than anything in a lot of ways, allowing that to happen. Um, and no offense, Mr. Rosenbaum. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I, I, I say this stuff because I hate myself mainly because I because I wish I was in your position right now yeah. being able to actually write or direct movies and get paid for them mm-hmm. even if they are like cheesy stupid movies I don't even do that so it's yes. really it's really about me it's not about you and to the people out there if you want to make a bench warmers <laughs> three Matt and I are more than happy to write it and direct it for you just make sure we have John Lovitz on board and yeah. we're good yeah. Yeah, we don't have to have anybody else. We'll get John Lovitz. We'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we can make do with one actor who's known. And everyone yeah. else can be no name or yeah. or just people off the street even. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, can you recite a line? There you go. Cool. Yep. We can make it work. We'll so. make a good movie for yeah, you. We will. So, we will. So, you know, so, so if you're out there listening, hire us. We've got some ideas. I mean, hell. We could do the the, the chicken pox. Uh, yeah, there you go. The, the chicken pox time travel idea. I mean, you know, Sandlot three was about time travel, so why not <laughs> make right. uh, Benchwarmers three about time travel? Anyways, um, <laughs> we're gonna, um, you know. So what else happened in this? You know, we got. <clears throat> so yeah, he um, John Lovitz hires him to work at his firm that he inherited from like a lawsuit or something like that yeah he's an owner of a law firm he's not a lawyer himself called schmood and ass well yeah. associates but yes and um graciously he hires him to also be a lawyer as well as a manager of the softball team. don't forget their uh their tagline though too for the law firm what was it don't that. get sued get schmood <laughs> that's right don't get sued yeah okay 
<clears throat> so he gets like a really shitty office that's like tiny. Yeah. He can't even he can't even like walk around. He has to like climb over his desk just to get to into get in a there. seat. It's yeah. like such it's like a closet, literally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the difference is that he actually hired him to be a lawyer. Is in addition to being the softball coach. Pretty sure his office is a fire hazard. It was. Well, it is. God, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that. I mean, come on. If, if anyone saw that, that was not up to code at all, and they get sued. <clears throat> but anyway, so he ends up managing their um, their softball team. <clears throat> of course, they're no good, and everyone's overacting. Like, just a complete caricature. They're all like crazy and wacky people. Like I mean, it's like it's like the ragtag bunch of you know misfits. But it's 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 like it's like nobody ever acts that way at all. There's a like, guy in a scooter who who's there just because he wants to dodge um, trip uh, rush hour traffic. Yeah, like he doesn't want to drive during rush hour, so he's just gonna hang out and practice. Or yeah. Um, there's the woman that thinks she's pregnant with a dead guy's baby. Baby. There's a. Uh... There's a hot chick, oh, of who, course, who's the, offensive, who's offended by everything. But the the, the but yeah, it, but the the joke is everything she says is accidentally an innuendo. Yeah. When she's talking about like taking a big load and her backs up against the wall, and then he says, "What's your favorite position?" And then she slaps him. So that's like, of course, that's like the the, the you know the angry feminist um, mm-hmm. trope. But who also says sexual things but doesn't know it. But she's super hot. So it's weird. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not even sure what they're going for. But oh, it's yeah. just stupid. And um and, and she's she's she joins the team later on, I think. And then um There's a Sikh guy named uh who who call, who says he's sick and not Sikh. He says he's sick. He pronounces birth. it sick instead of Sikh. I think sometimes people can pronounce it either. Yeah, way. I guess I'm so. not sure. I'm um, not sure, but his name's Kashmir. Because one of my friends in high school, uh, she he said something like this friend of his, he said, um, she's sick. I asked her, you know, what was wrong with her? He goes, no, she's not sick. She's sick. And they did the same joke in this yeah. movie. Yeah. That literally happened to me in high yeah. school. Because <laughs> I was wondering, because I saw her walking around, like, she seems healthy to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Good old Prakash. He was, he was a cool dude. Anyways, um, we're going to keep you on the on, on, on your toes here, feet. Uh, feet. We're going to keep you on your toes here, feet. <laughs> Matt, what's wrong with me? I don't know what's wrong with any of us. <laughs> we're we're going to keep you uh, keep you glued here, people. Uh, we got to <clears throat> take a little break okay. here for a uh, word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back here with All Too Real 2. All right. Any day. I'm ready. I'm ready. When you need magical appraisal, you won't find a wizard as wizened as Wizard Quaff. The world is expendable in the grand scale of my hatred for creatures beyond my understanding. And you, Megas Elgar. Even if he has some peculiar preferences. Abominations! Curb your tongue! Let's you uncork my lust for opiates! You can hear Wizard Quaff and his exciting adventures in the upcoming radio comedy, Megas Elgar. Visit MegasElgar.com to download your copy today. Okay, we're back. Those were some good ads, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I like them. Don't get sued, get schmooed. Yeah. They weren't one of our sponsors. No, because so, they're no. a fictional company, but... Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Anyways, um, so he, he's managing this team. <sighs> He's, then there's a random law case going on I, that, that takes up way too much of the movie. I'm like forgotten everything that's happened in this movie just because of how stupid it is. Yeah. So help me try to. It's, it's like, you know, how they sometimes say with like Chinese food, you eat it and then like an hour later you're hungry. Yeah. That's how I feel after yeah. this movie. Like an hour later, I forgot. I you watched forgot everything. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, Chinese food is mainly two or three hours. But, you know, yeah, I get still, it. you know I get, what I mean? I get the yeah. gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's because a lot of it's not, it's not very high in protein. Yes, you got the rice, which is the yeah. carbohydrate. I'm getting into stupid stuff here, but yes. uh, anyway, <laughs> getting off topic. We we need to focus. All right, so and focus on the bench warmers too. Um, breaking balls. Yes, and um, so he's he's starting to like what he's doing, and then his son is like be proud of him because he's actually like caring about something for like the first time ever. Yeah, and then um, he brought his son to help him because his son's like a math wizard. So he brought his son, who's like only like seven years old or whatever. Yeah, and, like, and and his son's kind of hanging out with uh, Mel, who is uh, John Lovett's character's uh, daughter. 
yes. who's named Mel Jr. And she's kind of like a Adams Family type of. Who was the girl from the Adams Family? Wednesday that, Adams. She's kind of yeah. like, sort of like, I mean, not exactly. In a way, she's kind of gothy. She reminds me of her. She's, she, but and she's very dark, but she's overacting. And, Again, yeah. they're all, they all, all of them. So he's he's like seven or eight or whatever, and he's helping, basically like do stats for like the players, like who's, you know, who's got the best hits, who's whatever to kind of. That's yeah. basically his job. So he's 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 like an ad, you know, working with his dad, and uh. Once they get start getting some new players, they start, you know, winning more games and they're really enjoying it. And then, like Mike said, the court case involves some sewage thing, where the 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 guy who coaches the the Stetson and um, whatever yeah they're they're, they're trying to make a plant build a plant there or something yeah. is what it is and it'll end up tearing down the town that the that Smoot is located in, which is the hometown of the uh, of this like intern lawyer that's working at the associates who's played by uh chelsea uh reist or reist i don't know how you say her name but uh her name is annie okay. and uh she's kind of the love interest for chris klein's character you know which you could tell the moment she walked on screen that mm-hmm. that was gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah i mean it was so obvious like they just exchanged that look or whatever and um <clears throat> so then things go awry when um this case happens because she wants she grew up from there she wants to make it so it doesn't happen so they go talk to the mayor who is a massage therapist who is is strongly implied gives her customer a happy ending and she's mayor of the town yeah and it's a really crappy looking business and the whole street looks like shit and yeah so then she's like i'm not gonna help you Oh, blah, and, blah, blah, oh, of or, course, Stenhauser is the is the is the opposing um, lawyers. By the way, yeah, you know? he's so, like yeah. the guy who's the lawyer for this. So then, <clears throat> they the so now the movie becomes a mystery about a missing file. So they have to they have to search for this missing file because the engineer um, signed off on like a different plan called like something number A, but the one that they had was B. So they're trying to find the one that says A. And they can't find it because the file's missing. And then the guy who uh, wrote it told the guy who works at the place to lie about it. So then they lie about it, and then they come back. I'm, I start like sound like Trump now when he was talking about, and we're gonna go to Supreme Court, and then they're gonna say we can't go, and then we're gonna build a wall, and then we're gonna go back to Supreme Court. It's like a B flat the entire fucking time. Yeah. I didn't realize that Trump could actually sing. It was a, literally a B flat. Yeah, I'm the worst president in the United States history. I know we're not supposed to talk politics on this show, but I really thought that speech was interesting. Anyway, so um, it was. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, but yeah, but basically, what happens then? You know, we got the law thing going on. You know, the, the whole mm. the whole court case thing. There's this file missing. They pretend to find the file, um, where there's this you know annoying file clerk yeah. there too, um, who uh, is in on the thing. Um, it's helping Stenhouser. For some reason, for some reason, no, no explained reason no, why. Probably money, <clears throat> and um, yeah. because government's corrupt. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Speaking of Trump. Anyways, um, the uh, <laughs> the sorry, folks, don't want to alienate my uh, right wing uh, listeners here. Um, the uh, <laughs> yeah, the um, but anyways, um, the whole um. The whole thing sucks. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. this movie's terrible, guys. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it. Please don't. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather watch uh, without a pedal. Yeah, um, I would too. Actually, four times more than because it actually had some humor to it. Yeah, or decent humor rather, not just I mean, stupid overacting. The only thing that makes this movie even palatable, pa- palatable. Whoa, <laughs> that was that was a weird word. Anyways, um, <laughs> is a uh, is Chris Klein and, and John Lovitz yeah. basically. I mean. And Lachlan Monroe, who's usually a good actor, is way overacting in this, too. And, I mean, I just don't get it. It's weird. I mean, I'm sure all these people are good actors. They're just not bringing it They're here. not utilized yeah. correctly. Um, so, so in the end, we'll just we'll just boil it down to the end. Good, because yeah. I don't want to talk so, about this whole movie. So, so in the end, they end up there. There's this big baseball. I mean, I mean, big, big uh, championship uh, softball game. Mm. Um, it, they... Uh, um, John Lovitz in the middle of it ends up making a bet that uh, that'll basically mean that uh, the town will 
not be destroyed. Yeah. And um, if uh, if the Benchwarmers win the game against the Stenhauser douchebags, I don't yeah. know what I don't know what their team mascot Cobras, is. I'm just gonna I call think. them the douchebags. Yeah. Anyways, the uh, <laughs> yeah, they uh, so in the end they win. They, oh yeah, but don't forget the fact that his ace in the hole was helicoptering the oh, yeah. pitcher that pitched and broke his balls. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. He pay, he paid him like I think it was like twenty thousand dollars for an hour to be there to yeah. to uh to 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 throw a throw a pitch at uh at at Chris Klein's balls. Anyways, the um and, he, and, and also the, they're they're uh the one chick goes into labor and so then they had to bring in a a new player. At one point, oh no, no, they brought in a new uh, pitcher because the pitcher stopped pitching. They brought in the one new player, which was uh, Ben himself, Chris Klein's character. Yeah, yeah. And then they also brought in a new pitcher, which was the uh, Annie lawyer oh. that that hadn't, you know, because we, we found out earlier. And there's a scene earlier in the movie yeah. where Chris Klein and Chris Klein's character and Chelsea uh, Rice's character have sex. Of course, and, and uh, we find out that uh, she was like a like a professional softball player or something before she got in the law. <clears throat> yeah. She has like this shrine of statues hidden away. Oh, by the way, in a so, whole room just dedicated to that, even though she says that it's not for her yet. She has all of her statues or, or trophies. And if there was something I was awards. trying to forget, I don't think I'd keep them in a room. Oh, of course you would. You, you would have a whole shrine, but and, you know, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. When you're trying to forget something, you just have it. Yeah. Like all the right shrines I have you. to my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wait, do you? No, oh, okay. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've seen that. I was just saying, if there's something I'm yeah. trying to forget, I'm not going to build a right, shrine right, to right. it. Anyways. So, <laughs> so, by the way, so um, t- talk about the overacting again. So, next time that you wake up after making love with your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, and you have to, you have to pee, please make sure that you announce and sing song to yourself that you have to go to the bathroom because while you're only, in the hall it's like yeah it's yeah like, gotta find a bathroom Got, gotta find a bathroom gotta pee gotta gotta, gotta so, find a bathroom gotta pee gotta find a bathroom gotta gotta pee if you don't do that that means you don't have to really go to the bathroom you gotta make sure that you hold your your private area and squirm around and mm-hmm. sing song about having to go to the bathroom you gotta you gotta yeah. announce it to someone some ghost spirit something i do that all the time yeah well yeah, I've done. That I mean, your bathroom's like literally right next door, you know, to your to my bedroom. So that's kind of but, a, you know. but yeah, I still can't find it ever. Okay. It's weird. <laughs> In my own apartment. Wow. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can walk out of the bathroom and I mean the bedroom, and I'm somehow out in the hallway yeah. of the apartment building. Uh, it's weird. It's I don't know what yeah. the hell, you know. And I end up having to use the neighbor's bathroom. Well, well that's wait, weird. What? Huh? Huh? Hey? No. I, don't, I don't think you have community bathrooms. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. That would be kind of fucked. It's not a dorm. <laughs> God, community bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but um, so that's how he finds. Yeah, I know. So that's how he finds out about the trophies because when he was looking for the bathroom, somehow he, he opened stumbled. up the other room. That's what it was, and he found all these softballs with like sitting on top of like golden gloves or statues trophies or trophies, and, whatever. Yeah. Um, like pins, like or like um, not pins. What are they called banners, not banners. Like you know, when like a pig wins an award, it's like a circle with like a flag on it kind of not ribbon no. ribbon there you go <laughs> a bunch of ribbon like when a pig wins an award well, you know what i'm talking about like when they, they have like the best pig or whatever at the state fair or something <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, yeah a bunch of ribbons and yeah. then and then he like again with the overacting he like angrily like goes into her room and like shouts and wakes her up like antagonizing her about lying to him about not playing softball. I'm like, dude, why would anyone be beholden to tell you that they played softball in their and life? Could you just wait point? until she woke up in the morning and yeah. talk to her about it? That's my thing. I mean, I'm sorry, but if somebody woke me up in the middle of the yeah. night and accused me of playing softball. I think Man, I'd be like, fuck? fuck are you talking about? And so she kicks him out of the house, her house for being an asshole. And then he's like, I still have to pee. And like you said, what did you say after he said that? I still have to pee. Oh, I can't remember. You I said say? like you, she never knew that you had to pee at yeah, all. Yeah, that's, because- that's true. Yeah, he never, he announced it to himself, not to her. So she had no idea he had to pee. As far as she knew, he was just snooping around her house. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have kicked him out if he was doing that. Yeah. Going into secret trophy rooms. Like I fall, and- I fall asleep, you know. If if I if I if I were to have a you know a lady friend over and I fall asleep, I don't want her 
snooping in the drawers and the doors of my apartment i don't have really many rooms in my apartment so it's not like she could find a trophy room what if she went to that closet right there and just was snooping around whatever yeah she'd find some shoes and some board games and some uh coats Um, i was gonna say board games actually yeah yeah there you go she'd be be like i can't believe it you play monopoly do you have apples apples in there yeah oh sweet we should play it sometime yeah we should how many people do you need to play I think more than two. Okay, all right. Yeah, because pretty much if you only have two, then it's, it's going to be kind of, yeah. you kind of guess who the other person okay, that yeah. put down the <laughs> yeah, card is. Yeah, kind of You remember that time? I'm oh, sorry, I shouldn't say. Yeah, no, go ahead. Remember that time when we were <clears throat> we were going to play apples to apples, and it was this big, and then the the person said that. Um, we went. To, we they said they didn't have it, so we went to the store to buy it, and we and then to find out, like, oh, I guess I do have it because he, he didn't want to. Play. Oh yeah, I shouldn't say. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Do you remember the time we played apples to apples at when we were in college together, and we played it at the uh, there was like a an interfaith thing. Yeah, and um, Matt was Matt was like gaining in the in, in like you know was was winning at one point, and he's like, what did you say? <clears throat> Oh, you're, you're, you're like, you're like, oh, they don't call me the comeback yeah, kid. They don't call me the comeback kid for nothing. And then I was just like, no one in your life has <laughs> ever called you that. that. <laughs> and I made, and I made the the Catholic and the Muslim people laugh. That was great. That was awesome. <laughs> I love that. That was that was such a cool yes. um, thing. And then, and of course, you know, I, I, you know, unbeknownst to me, that the Catholic girl was kind of flirting with me, but since I'm an idiot, I don't know how to read any kind of language. Oh, yeah. I just totally botched that. We could have been married by now, probably, if if I, you know, in an alternate timeline. Well, in an alternate timeline, yeah. It's I, the, I, mean, it, I don't even know her name it's, anymore. It's the same alternate timeline where I didn't get chicken pox when I was right. Playing, see, uh, <laughs> see, we gotta write this movie. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, okay. um, so so basically, then they they win this game at the end. Yeah, they win, and so everybody's happy. They kiss, and mm-hmm. the movie ends. And <clears throat> I still think we're missing something that's so important. And we need to, we need to, we need to fill these holes. Oh, we get it with the innuendos. Oh yeah, because of like the. Fifth she actually fight. said that at one point. She does. She oh, she talked and about. And then she said she was flexible. And said all about flexible things. and gapes, and I mean, it was like it's hard to count how many. It was so things. bad. It was. It was such an overacting. Uh, anyway, well, so. see, I mean, they're, they're okay. The thing is, you can do the innuendos with somebody, and they don't realize they're saying them in a good way. Like on um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm. um, the character of Charles Boyle does that a lot. Well, he'll say something that is completely an innuendo, and he doesn't realize that it's an innuendo yeah. or it means something else. You know, he'll he'll just say that. You know, it's like it's like we can both get the guy off, right? You know, something like that, which. <clears throat> Is one thing, but if you just like pile it on and on and on and on and on with a bunch of them all in like five seconds. Well, she's talking about like gaping holes yeah. and taking a massive load and her back up against the wall. I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. Like it's it's not even trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like when she gets offended, when he's like, oh, what's your favorite position? It, like again, that, like I, I don't mean to harp on that thing, but like that it's that's such- like such a motif of like the, oh, the offended feminist did. Thinks yeah. everything's about sex, but you get it. Everything she says is about sex. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's like mm, it's kind of no. lazy and stupid, but whatever. And um, especially in 2019, I, I can understand like in 2002 when Slapshot Two was made. Yeah, but this is 17 years after that, uh-huh. and they're still doing this. Come on, like find right. find another way to be funny, please. Yeah, whatever. Well, anyways, um, let's take another uh, break from for a word from our sponsors, and uh, then we'll come back and maybe look at some reviews online and oh, stuff and oh see boy. what other people might have thought of this movie. Okay. Breeze some Any day. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready. When you need magical appraisal, you won't find a wizard as wizened as Wizard Quaff. The world is expendable in the grand scale of my hatred for creatures beyond my understanding. And you, Megas Elgar, even if he has some peculiar preferences. Oh, Abominations! Curb your tongue! Let's you uncork my lust for opiates! You can hear Wizard Quaff and his exciting adventures in the upcoming radio comedy, Magus Elgar. Visit MagusElgar.com to download your copy today. Okay, and we are back. Back from break. Back to the Yeah, back from the break. And now it's time to break balls. Anyways, um, <laughs> so um, the Internet Movie Database only has three reviews for this movie because it's a recent film. 
And um, so I'm going to read them all. All right. Do it, man. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. The first one is a very short one. One out of ten. From uh, Gox Get X It. Okay. I'm trying to say their username. <clears throat> Gox Get X It. And I don't know why I'm saying it with like a Russian accent or something it's, there, but it's hey, like, man. it's gotta be. Anyways, um, <laughs> sequel rule number one, keep the actors that made the original good, missing important people and put in bad replacements. I don't know what that meant. Um, okay. And now here's the second one, which is from. See, I think I'm, I'm I'm making everything sound like I'm a like I'm a Klingon or something. Is that it all? Sing, it all sounds like Klingon, doesn't it? See, I I don't know. I don't really know how Klingon sounds. It's pretty much how Klingon okay. sounds. Anyways, um, <laughs> so this one, it says an easy to like movie, nine out of ten stars. Um, Benchwarmers two, Breaking Balls, is a hoot to watch and laugh with. Mm. This movie works because from start to finish, each actor comes across as taking their role to heart, but not seriously. In other words, they each did their best to have fun and make and that makes it fun for the audience. The plot is charming. Each character is engaging and the dialogue is spot on for the story. It's every bit as and that had an exclamation point at the end of it for some odd reason. Okay, Mm. it's every bit as good as the original. And a must-see lighthearted comedy to brighten your day. Is it lighthearted, really? Yeah, I don't know. And then here's the last one from Zizkox. <laughs> I'm determined now I'm just going to read everybody's username like I'm a Klingon <laughs> from now on. Okay. Okay. Anyways, um, I don't know how annoying that'll get. I'll probably forget by the next time we record. He Anyways, probably <laughs> will. Okay. This one is an 8 out of 10, and it says, These movies are likable. These movies are funny and likable, but I truly wonder if the creators actually know that fast pitch and slow pitch are two different sports. That's all they had to say. They, they're criticizing, of everything you could criticize in this movie, they're criticizing the actual softball that was played in the film. Wow. What a great eye for detail there. So it's not... The overacting teammates, the guy who looks up in the sky for Monica, mm-hmm. who cheated on him with some other guy. Oh, yeah, some, some stereotypical Hispanic guy. And he's always looking up to the sky as though she's dead, but she's not dead. She's alive. She, she appears in the film. So what, after she cheated with them, does she just become an ethereal spirit that lives yeah. in the sky now and then you've got And then like, you've got like a stereotypical Canadian who drinks too who much. Who drinks too much. Yeah. But you know none of that. No, it's it's because they used a fastball. Not a and, and my favorite, my favorite, your favorite scene, and my favorite scene in the whole thing is when the Canadian passes out, mm-hmm. and um, the the ump says, "I think he's dead," and then Chris Klein's like, "No, he's just Canadian." Yeah, I did not even get that at first. Me either. I was like, "What does that even mean?" Um, like so, I said, it's like if someone's like, "That guy sure loves to eat clam chowder." Does he like clam chowder? No, he's just Australian. Mm, okay, uh, I'm not sure what that has, that has to do with anything, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. So um, my analogies aren't good. <laughs> I think you just like clam chowder. Yeah, I do. I hate it. Anyways, um, <laughs> the um, so uh. Okay, so. I've got just one question before we wrap this uh, shindig up. Um, if you could make a sequel to any sports film, what film would it be? Any. Uh, and what would the sequel be called? Oh, let's see here. Any sports film. Hmm. <clears throat> well, some of them already have sequels. Let's see here. It could even be one that already has a sequel, and you want to <clears> make like a third or a fourth one. Third, fourth. I would say. Damn! I wish I watched enough sports movies. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm 
can't get, jog my mind a little bit. Give give me some ideas of sports films. Oh, there's Major League. <clears throat> there's course. Rudy. There's uh, I don't know. Slapshot. There's um, <laughs> <laughs> we already did Slapshot. Mighty Ducks. Too, there's Mighty uh, Ducks. they made a few Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Ones. Damn it. Um. <clears throat> Please, I got. I gotta come up with like a funny title. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, okay, I, I think I've got one right now. All right, so um, you know the the great classic Airbud films, right? Yes. About the dog that can play mm-hmm. basketball, soccer. Uh, I got one. I think would be cool about where Buddy, as yes. he is colloquially known, um, is um now doing Russian roulette. It's it's Airbud fifteen. Wag the trigger, baby. Okay, it doesn't make any sense, but no. <laughs> I I've got a couple of really dark ones based on true 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 uh, um, films. Yeah. Okay. The first one would be uh, Rudy selling cars, and because um, I'm pretty sure that's what Rudy Rudiger um, ended up doing after a while. He was selling cars. Hey, man. I mean, no, 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 <laughs> Makes no big good money, but but it'd be an interesting sequel. You know him. As a car salesman, it's just about him being a car salesman. Yes, it's not. It's, yeah, it's not actually. Hold on. Um, after you're done with that, I, I want to. I, I got another Airbud one. I think I sent this to you once a long time ago, actually. Okay, uh, and um, yeah. L- let me think of another one here too, really quick. Um, I. Oh, okay. Uh, let's take a. Mm, want to take another break? Nah, we don't need another oh, break. Cool. Um, I can think of it really quick. Well, well, I, I, I think I got another dark one. So, uh, all right, this one, be a really dark movie. It would just be called Radio Dead Air. It would just be his funeral for like two hours. <laughs> Sorry. That's bad. It's really bad. That's bad. So, um, Most funerals don't even last for two hours. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, was, I mean, that's for like real ones. And I was thinking like, you know, like, like I'm saying, I still want to do those. Uh, I think that the cutting edge movies need to become horror films eventually. And you just start slashing yeah. people with ice skates because I think that would be good. I, I like that. I still like mine. Cutting edge seven, uh, seven blades for seven brothers. Yes. I like it, too. And that could be a double meaning. That, or, that, that or, could be like, like, let's say the, 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 the female figure skater. Every time she doesn't like one of the guys that tries out, to, like these seven brothers all try out to be, yeah. be, be her uh, her partner. And every time she doesn't like one of them, she just slits their She just slits, slits them. and throws her stabs in the back with a skate. Yeah, yes. exactly. It's perfect. I like it. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyways, uh, I think that's all we got for today. I'm running... Uh, Low on uh, uh, on um, you got, on, need some more caffeine. Yeah, I'm oh. run, running low on some Fago Moon Mist. Me too. But you were going to ask me one more question. You always ask me after every single one. Yes. Mm. Yes. Hey Matt. Yeah. Would you recommend this movie to anybody? I would absolutely not recommend this movie to anyone. I'll tell you why. Okay, <laughs> I was yes. waiting for you to ask me that yes. question. Okay, I, I literally forced you to. But um, <clears throat> I would rather <clears throat> have John Heater proselytize the Church of Latter-day Saints for me every single day for 10,000 years as the character of Napoleon Dynamite in the most inopportune location in terms of climate, economy, and recreation than to watch this movie ever again in my entire life. That's a strong stance. It's a very strong stance. That's a very strong, strong stance. I... Would probably just watch this movie again as opposed to having that happen to me. I'm just saying. It's I mean, just, well, yeah, that's you know, that's fine, but you know, because I I I like it. I could probably get used to John here talking to me about that, so I I could probably find some kind of leisure in that. So, you know, you know, you find something that you can like about something that. So that would, so, so, so so John Header, if you're listening, Header, not, not Heater. Sorry, is it Header or Heater? I don't, I don't know. I always Whichever it is, heater. it doesn't matter. But, but John, sir, if you're listening. And would like to take Matthew up on his uh, proposition here. Um, he's willing to do that as opposed to watching the sequel to a movie you were in. Yeah, because the first because you one, weren't in the sequel. You were in the first one. Which, if you were in the sequel, it might have been a better movie. You're actually good in the first one. Yes. So, and again, I honestly don't remember the first one much. I don't either, but I remember he was okay in it, and so was everyone else in the movie. But and mm-hmm. it was and, and and the thing is, they didn't overact to the point of. Of just being a complete caricature in that movie, either. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, I'm not really opposed to hearing you talk about your religion, 
So, um, you know, go ahead and talk to me about it for 10,000 years. I'm, I'm okay with that. I probably won't convert, but I'd like to know more about it and become sort of academically um, aware of it and become somewhat of a scholar of it. And then who knows that can actually come from something, something can come from that and we can create a school and teach people and then, you know, make money. And then that that way we could further the economy from the bad place that has a bad economy. Maybe you could make a a sequel to Saturday's warrior. What's that? It's a, uh, it's a great Mormon film that, um, everyone should watch someday. It's, it's a cheesy musical. It's, um, it's quite possibly one of the most amazing films I've ever seen in my life. Okay. And I'm saying that all sarcastically. <laughs> but um, anyways, um, yeah, I would rather watch Saturday's Warrior than watch this movie again. Cool. Okay. Anyways, um, be sure to uh, check us out on social media. Um, share this with your friends, you know, and if you can review us wherever you review people like us and these podcast things out there in the interwebs. The series of tubes. The tubes. There's tubes? S- series of tubes. That's what the internet is, isn't it? It's a series of tubes. Sure. Yeah. That's what the guy what a- who was in charge of the internet and the government like in 2006 said. He said the internet was a series of tubes. Again, I love our government. Yeah, it's awesome. It, they're so smart. <laughs> And and amazing. And if they're listening to this podcast, don't kill me. Anyways, um, so we'll be back maybe, maybe. next time um, with more All Too Real 2. And um, until then, um, sayonara. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.